Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuid Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard.
you guys now ready to hear a powerful testimony? All right, I believe that we're being blessed by the testimonies that we hear every Sunday. So this will also encourage you to share your testimonies. So the morning of the Healing Jesus service, I woke up with pain in my gum. I thought the pain would pass, but as the day progressed, the pain became worse. It was extremely uncomfortable to eat, and by midday, I realized that the source of this pain was caused by a mouth ulcer. I was dreading the rest of the day because even talking was painful. As part of the Healing Jesus service, we watched a video of Bishop Doug's crusade in Zambia. At the start of the video, Bishop began to pray. At this point, the ulcer was swollen and bleeding, but Bishop said that we should pray with expectancy in our heart, so I did just that. To my surprise, as I prayed, I was checking to see if the blood that I could taste was before was still there. But as I did this, I felt that the ulcer had become smaller. After the prayer, the swelling had disappeared, but unfortunately, the pain was still there. The next morning, I discovered that there was no pain, swelling, or bleeding by the grace of God, and I could eat with comfort. Praise the Lord, I am healed. Thank you, Bishop Dag, for your prayers. Amen. You have a powerful father. Amen. Do you guys want to hear another testimony? All right, then please put your hands together and let's welcome our brother, Prince. Testimony, 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 Amen. Um, hi, guys. Um, my name is Prince, and I'm part of Dancer Stars. And I'm here to share a testimony of how God delivered me from the spirit of pornography and masturbation. And it's a bit, yeah. So for a very long time, I've been suffering with, or struggling with pornography and masturbation. But but everything changed when I went to our father's service, Bishop Richard. And in that service, he was preaching from a message comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Then in that verse, he preached. Um, in that service, he preached from a verse, Romans eight one. Then, then he says, "There's therefore no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit." But after that service, I realized that I was walking after the flesh. Although I'm in Christ Jesus, although I'm born again. Although I'm speaking in tongues, although I try to work for God, I'm still working after the flesh. So, and Bishop Richard also advised us that we should get a um, prayer from Bishop Dag and pray with them and believe with them. And he also said that the prophet can be in a different country, but still speak blessings into your life. So, after the service, I did some small Bible studies with, you know, the verse. Then I discovered some verses like Genesis 4, 7 that showed me that if I don't control sin, sin will control me. And that is something that I don't want. So, and I also played the prayer by Bishop Dag. And as I was praying, I kept on praying. Then it felt like something burst in my head. And when I revisited that prayer, um, that prayer, 
Bishop Doug was saying, anything in your mind, anything that is in your mind will be cast out. So I would like to thank Bishop Doug and Bishop Richard for the prophecies and the prayers and the messages that they have said for us. Because at the end of the, of the day, it's for us. And I also like to thank God for delivering me from this situation. And, yeah. Put your hands together for friends. Amen. May God also deliver you from any secret sin that you have. Amen. All right. Are you guys ready to hear some anointed singing? Are you ready to hear some beautiful singing? Then please put your hands together for Sela. Someone that I can send Someone to sacrifice his life His dreams, his goals I'm looking for someone who loves me so Hello Is it me you're looking for? I'm the one you call to serve I'm the one you've been speaking to I'm the one you gave those dreams to They never went away I will follow you, my Lord There'll be no more holding back It's time for me to say Here I am For someone that I can use I'm looking for someone who thinks of others I'm looking for a man who will go all out Hello Someone who wants to go, someone who wants to serve you, and lay down his life. Lord, I know there's such a need in this lost and dying world. I'm saying here and now, send me. not want to hear about the call of God. Like Joe 
doesn't want to miss the fellowship. He doesn't want to miss a word from God. When a man loves the Lord, he'll do anything for the Lord. And he will go anywhere for the Lord. doesn't want to miss his calling. He doesn't want to miss the will of God. Mm-hmm. When a man loves the Lord, he will give him His life, his youthful day, he will trust and obey and believe the Lord. When a man loves the Lord, there'll be no more excuses, there'll be no more hiding, no more delay. When a man, a woman 
You've got to love him. You've got to love him. You've got to love the so many years serving the Lord and working in the church now I have a greater passion to love my Lord he made the sun the moon and the stars God is so great yet he seems so far when I talk to him it seems that he doesn't even hear how can I love God whom I cannot see but this is my dream the goal of my life so take my life and let it be consecrated Lord to thee all my days I give to thee to love you Lord is the great command Lord I want to love you more fall in love with you so deeply Lord show me how to I don't want to serve without loving you. Deeply, 
Hallelujah. Well, let us pray. Father in heaven, we hallow your name. We dedicate ourselves to you. And I pray, Lord, that your will be done in this service. Teach us your word. Lead us by your spirit. Guide us by your precious Holy Spirit, Lord. Let your kingdom come. And let your will be done amongst us, Lord. Thank you for this blessed opportunity we have in your holy presence, Lord. Teach us, instruct us, and guide us through your word, Lord. Thank you for this great blessing to be in church today. May Satan be cursed. May his agents be cursed. Thank you for your power that shall prevail. Thank you for the spirit of understanding and the spirit of revelation and the spirit of wisdom that shall be in operation in our hearts and our lives this afternoon. I give you thanks once again. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving and everybody said, Amen. Amen. Wow, today your amen was good. God bless you. Take your seats. Are you already blessed? Then we can go home. Thought you said you're already blessed. You're blessed, but you want more. Okay, you have more. Well, we've been talking about judgment. And um, we are still talking about judgment. And specifically the judgment seat of Christ. Which is also known as Bema. B-E-M-A. Bema. And the Bible says that we shall all, uh, all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. I'm very excited that you appear before the judgment seat of Christ. You are not excited. How many of you find it scary? Really? Okay. That you shall appear, whether you are happy or you are scared. Your, however you feel doesn't affect your appearance, you will appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in who who has who is playing with me who is that so 2 Corinthians 5 verse 10 says that for we must all appear I'm sure by now you should know these verses more than the ones Natalie has been teaching us for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone including you can you imagine that it includes you sisterhood it includes you that you give that everyone may receive hey, you're going to receive things that you have done in the spirit things you've done in the spirit things you've done where in your body do you remember the last thing you did in your body you shall receive 
There's something to receive. <laughs> I'm taking my time so you can sink in. Hmm? Yoli, you're welcome. The things you've been doing. But why are you not sitting with your husband? We should suck somebody from there so that you... Hey, look how eager she is. Hey! Come, come. I'll escort you. Come. Come. I'll escort you. I'm taking you. Now, take your time. No, no. I'm bringing the bride to the groom. Take your time. Take your time. You're walking too fast. Take your time. Take your time. Has somebody been sacked? Yes. You are bringing the bride. How can you, how can you marry somebody? Just, you just left it somewhere. You've come. You are saying you are, you are doing the work of God. Hmm? When I preach, you tell that you are reading in between the lines. So because of that, you have sacked your... Uh... <laughs> Look. Enjoy her at every place. Okay, Enjoy. She's for you now. You can't just suck her to the wind like that and be sitting here saying that you are, do, you are doing ministry. Hmm? Anyway, I was reminding you that the things you have done in your body. <laughs> whether it is good or bad. How many of you have been doing good things with your body? How many of you have been doing bad things with your body? Okay, how many of you have done bad things before? With your body? Hmm. So if you are even lying now, you are doing a bad thing now. As I'm asking, you are... I like you don't understand the English I'm speaking. It's like my English weren't good this afternoon. My English is very, very good. It's not something you read in between the lines to understand what I'm saying. <laughs> you need to read in between the lines. Yes. Is my English not clear enough? Yeah. What is in between the lines? It's on the line. <laughs> anyway, so this is our key text, our key verse, uh, whatever verse that we've been using in our discussion. And I'm saying that on judgment day, when you appear there, when you appear there, you are going to have to explain yourself on some issues. Issues will come up. Issues will come up. So we are going through the different issues gradually so that we prepare ourselves well for that day. We prepare ourselves well. It's a reality. It's not, life is not just, Christianity is not just going to be, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Yay. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. Yay. No. This is also in the Bible. This is also there. To help you. You see, like, like the scripture says that because of the hope that we have, 
because of the hope that we have of Christ coming again, we purify ourselves. The hope. Hope is that expectation that Christ is coming. Because of that hope, you would want to conduct yourself in a certain way. That's why that man, you see, that man really, that man really opened my eyes. That man I keep telling you about in that movie, that movie I keep forgetting. People keep telling me what movie it is and I keep forgetting what movie it is. You have to remind me again because I forgot it. Who said he can do anything because he doesn't believe in God? Let me, let me tell you people something. Let me tell you people something before I forget. I don't know when I'll get the chance to tell you again. Be very wary and scared of people who don't fear God. Yes. Be afraid of those people. They are, they are, they are like Satan. That person is like Satan. And it's not, you can't tell someone who fears or doesn't fear God by, by church attendance. No. You know, you know your personal relationship with that person. You know what it is like. That's how you know whether the person fears God or not. Be scared of that person. That person who can tell you to go against the word of God. To go against the instructions of your pastor. That person can tell you that it's nothing. Do you understand? It is like, it is like, let's set aside the word of God and live. That is Satan talking to you. That is Satan. Be very, be very, very wary of that guy or that girl. Be scared. That person is a dangerous person. Very dangerous. Because after all is said and done, that person will harm you. Do you remember Job 28, 28? And he said unto man, the fear of the Lord, this is wisdom. And the one who departs from evil has understanding. When you run, when you run into evil, it means you don't understand life. Some of the things that you keep running into, you keep running into, keep running into, like um, um, frogs on a rainy day, running into the motorway. It means you don't understand life. You haven't understood life. If you have understanding, understanding of life and the issues of life, how life is, how long life is, how you reap what you are doing, you're welcome. How you reap the things you've been doing, the things you've been up to. You will just, when you see something now, you say, no, I have to turn away from this one because it will happen to me. I said to somebody once, I said, have you seen the things you are doing? I have one prayer for you. One prayer. One prayer. May your firstborn be a girl. That's all. That's the end of my prayer. That was the end of my prayer. And I said to him, you can continue doing it. May your first child be a girl. Continue now. So, there are issues that should make you wise in this life. Wise. Think well. Think well about what you're doing because the issues will come up. What are some of the issues that we've discussed? Number one is what? Let me go into it. Today I have the big one. Today is the big one. Are you ready for the big one? Yes. Today is the big one. 
Do you remember last week I told you that a big one is coming? Yeah, today is a big one. Nothing will beat this question. Question one was what? The issue of love, isn't it? Okay, we did a talent first. Talent first, the unused gifts. So if you have gifts that you haven't used, you'll be asked about it. When you appear before the judgment seat, you'll be asked about the things you haven't used. The things you'll be giving excuses and stories about. You have to. You'll be explaining yourself. Hey, may you never be hot that day. That you are there, you are sweating. I don't know. I don't know whether we will all see when somebody is being tried, but I hope I'll be in the comfort of my mansion. <laughs> Look at that! Say, got that guy. <laughs> we told him. We told him. We told him. We told him. He should use the gift. We gave him the chance. Use your gift here. Do this. Work for God. Serve God. Use your talent. You said. You said. You said. You said. <laughs> People, when they get the chance to, when they get the chance to serve God with the talent that God has given to them, then they become proud. Yeah, it's 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 a type. It's a type of. I don't know. I really don't know how 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 those people catch on on those things. But they rather become proud. It's like I'm needed. I'm wanted. I'm this. Look, I've always since I read that Matthew 25, I've always wanted people to you to serve God because of accountability. Because of judgment. That's the only reason why I'll approach you. All the time when I meet people, do this. Try and do this. Try. Try. Do this. Only because I'm scared for you for judgment day. I'm scared for you. As I'm scared for myself. Sometimes I'm happy I can't do a lot of things. So many things I can't do. There are some people they can sing, they can preach, they can do this, they can play. So many, so many things I can't do. I can just, I can just come and talk to you for a few hours and then go home. <laughs> so if you are talented, play keyboard, sing, read your Bible, preach, do this, you can do all. Then you are feeling too good. It must frighten you and humble you to use it more. You, you, you should be knocking. You should be knocking on my door every time. Is there a chance for me to use this one? Because I, I've been, it's been given to me. I didn't apply for it. I didn't dream. I have it. Once you have it, it's been given by God. Use it. You sit in the house. You, you sit well, well. Mm. So the, the issue of the talent and then what, what else? What? Then love came in. Love. Love. You must love. Love is a compulsory question. You must, I told you the two branches of love. You must love God and love the brethren. You cannot say you love God and you don't love the brethren. So you see, first love, we don't have that culture of feeling too good about. We, We are servants. We are unworthy servants. Yes. When we are serving God, it's nothing special. We are not doing the church a favor. How can you do God a favor? How can you be doing God a favor? How? Who taught you that? Hmm? 
when you dance, when you dance for God, you are doing God a favor. Who taught you that? Where did you learn that from? You should be begging to dance twice on a Sunday, twice. If I have time, I'm about to call the greater love people to come and sing again. I like their song. Their song was very nice. If you are called, you have to come skipping with joy. Where is uh, Ronnie? You should come happily and hold the microphone again and do your voice. Say, hey God, I've got the chance. I'm getting more credit points. Let me sing it for you. Hey. Not that by the time you are being called, attitudes coming slowly. Say, my, my this place is hurting now. My this. Hey. with joy be the first to test your microphone one two two one love you should love God never feel special for anything that you are doing for God it's a privilege it's a privilege my job as a shepherd as a pastor it's a privileged job I feel so privileged. I mean, I feel so privileged, so blessed that God would choose somebody like me from West Africa. From West Africa. From a coastal, a coastal town. Do you understand coastal towns? I'm from a coastal town by the beach where fish is sold. Where people sell fishes. My ancestors sold fishes. They sold fish. They had nets and boots. I'm from a coastal town. The God would take me from that place. Africa, the dark continent. The western part. And the coastal part. Where if there's a hurricane, it will blow all my relatives away. To bring me here. Come and stand in front of posh people like you. Nice people like with shiny lips. And long hair. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. It's a privilege for me. It's a blessing. For God to give me this chance. In my lifetime. To preach his word. And to share his word. Yeah. It's a privilege. It's a privilege job. That's why I don't share it with anybody. That's why I preach every time. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel tired. I'm not tired. I don't feel tired. I don't feel too good. I mean, today this is my third time of preaching. Today this is my third time. I've preached two other services already. This is my third time of preaching. I don't feel, I'm not tired. It's not too much. I even wish there are six more after this. Yeah. Because I'll appear. I will appear. <laughs> it's, not, it's not difficult for me. By the grace of God. I can balance it with anything. Bring exams. I will balance it with exams. Bring marriage. I'll balance it with marriage. Bring children. I'll balance it with children.
as I was, my children were going to school. They, this one was going to school in Sheffield, and I was going to school in Liverpool. I had rented a van, driving myself. It's about six hours drive, driving. I stopped in Nottingham and preached. I had a kind of, they, they, didn't, even, they didn't even know why I was coming from, what I was, what I was doing. They didn't, even, they didn't even know. They couldn't, they can, if I tell them where I'm coming from, where I'm going, they cannot even imagine it. Yes. I arrived in Nottingham, stopped. I stopped there, climbed the stage, preached, made altar call, finished. Then I said, okay, back to the van. I'm going. I mean, so what? It doesn't take anything. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. It's a blessing. What are you talking about? It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Why are you tell me that you have to go and pick your mother so you can't preach? And child care and council tax. And your, and your, and your mother is coming from um, Heathrow. She hasn't seen you for 46. So you can't preach for 15 minutes. You can't, you can't. I mean, souls should go to hell because mommy is at Heathrow. I will tell, I will tell my mother that wait, I'm coming. I'll, I'll make my voice like a sweet, the sweetest puppy on earth. I say, mommy, I'm coming, okay? Can you wait for one more hour? Buy yourself hot chocolate. Mommy. Mommy, I'm coming. I should leave so should go to hell because I'm, I'm going to pick my mother. I love her. I honor her. She, there's no, I mean, come on, come think about it. It's like, go to hell because I'm going to pick my mother up. I'm only bringing it up because I know you'll be asked on that day. You'll be asked. That thing that you did, you'll be asked. You think you'll be asked? You'll be asked. You think, hey, this bishop, he doesn't forget issues. It's always for your sake. It's not for me. For your sake. You'll be asked about it. You'll be asked about it as you are um, um, licking your mother's cheeks and souls are going to hell. As though others don't have mothers. We were cast out of a tree. Today is a big one. We have to get into the big one. What, what, else, what else have we done? Incomplete service to God. Yes, you can't go through the seasons. Maybe you used to do well. Then now you're not doing well. You're not doing well because now you're in uni. Or you're not doing well now because you've graduated and you're looking for a job. Or you can't do it. Worst of all, you can't, you can't do it because you're married. Because you've had, you've had children. Now you have two. Eh? So you can't serve God. Even Serena Williams was playing tennis while she's pregnant. He's pregnant and she was standing there. Woman or pregnant woman, pregnant woman for money, for money, money and fame. She's doing all that. You are coming to tell me what stories you can preach. So she go to hell. Money and fame, and to make records, tennis records. Yeah. Grand Slam, Grand Slam records. 
pregnancy is there. You would, you would discover that you would discover that you are a liar. Your excuses are lies. You're either a liar or you are lazy. One of them. You have unfinished jobs because circumstances change a little bit. Anyway, I didn't come to preach all those messages again. What's the next one? Gaining by trading. Gaining by trading. Yes, it gets better as you use it. You should be sad when somebody takes your job. One of the people I like are people who get upset that somebody has taken their job. Then I know that they are serious about their job. When you're working around, so you don't care. No, you're not serious at all. You should be sad that somebody has taken your job. You should be sad. Because it means that you are losing. You're losing. You're losing business. You gain by trading. You should not give anybody a chance to take your job. Do you mean I'll just be sitting there for somebody to come and preach? I'll preach myself. (laughs) And then what else do you have? The things I said that I didn't do. Hey, Pastor Cliff, it's not going to be easy. The things I said that I didn't do. Hey. Mercy. And then what else is there? That's it. The big one. (laughs) Do you want the verse first or the question? You want a question? Question or verse? How many of you want the question first? How many of you want the verse first? I think the question won. So, the question, the question is, this is the question. This one is a question. The question. Are you ready for the question? (laughs) Relax. (laughs) The question is, why did you? (laughs) Mind you, you are before Christ. And he says, his first line is, why did you? Do you want to hear the rest? Yes. Why did you? <laughs> Why did you? Should I read the rest of the question? <laughs> this one, this one. Nothing will beat this question. Tops. And it's compulsory. It's not like how I'll be sitting there and laughing at people who can sing, preach, do this, do that. I'll be saying, I wouldn't sing. So I don't have an issue with a lot of gifts. Maybe I just have one or two. Mm. But mind you, the other gifts, they are hidden gifts. You be there. <laughs> yes, one more, 
too much. She says that you can see that some of these people, they have plenty gifts. Plenty. They should use it. <laughs> this one is compulsory. Why did you? <laughs> Why did you? The next word is work. Why did you work? The next two words are for me. Why did you work for me? And then the next word is without. Why did you work for me without? Knowing me. Why did you work for me without knowing me? Knowing me, knowing you. Uh. <laughs> Why did you work for me without knowing Now the, the verse. Matthew chapter 7. Verse 20. Wherefore by their fruits ye shall know them. Keep going. Keep going. nervous because they are thinking about themselves as they are working for God whether they know God and whether God knows them not everyone that saith unto me Lord Lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven but he that doeth the will of my father which is in heaven Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? (laughs) And then I will profess unto them. And then will I profess unto them. I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity his response take me to verse 22 he says that many will say we prophesied in thy name prophesying is declaring like preaching proclaiming we preach in your name we preached we preached in your name we preach for you are the churches we are preaching in your name 
we're preaching for you. And then, said they will say that, and we cast out devils. We said, out! And out they went. And we did many wonderful works. You see, there are different types of nice, wonderful activities in church that we have done. It's like, all for you. It's like, God, all for you. I was doing all for you. All these things I was doing it. I was dancing for you. I was singing for you. I was preaching for you. I was um, welcoming people into church for you. I was smiling sweetly for you. I was playing instruments for you. I was ushering for you. I mean, many wonderful works. Many nice things. I was doing all for you. And he's saying, hmm. I never knew you. It's like, what he's saying is that there is something that is more important to me than your works. There's something that's more important to me. There is something that is more important to me than your works, than your nice works, than your fantastic works, that you're coming around smiling coming around singing, coming around doing this. I mean, you have nice, nice things that you are doing, but hey, there's something that is important to me, which is, I've got to know you. But it looks like I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. And you see, not knowing someone, not knowing someone or knowing someone, getting to know someone is very, 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 very key in any relationship. It's easy that I see people enter into relationships with people that they don't know. Even me, I can sit back and say that I know this person more than you. I'm, I'm, actually, surpri- I'm actually surprised that you are saying that you like this person. One brother that a sister like that was following. I always remember because I asked him in private. I said, if that was your daughter, will you give her to somebody like you? He responded with one word. It's on my phone. It's on my phone. It's all like something that I'm just making up. One word. Do you know the word? N-E-V-E-R. One word. But she, she said she, she, she won't listen. Because she's in love. She's in love. She's in love, yeah. With her never brother. <laughs> His, his response was one word. Just ask me, I'll ask questions. Give one. one. I mean, we've been chatting, you know, discussing. His, this particular question came up with one word. Okay, one word before he started saying other sentences. One word. N-E-V-E-R. Never. No chance. 
So, God is saying that I'd rather get to know you and get to know you well than you running around and doing things for me and I don't know you. You see, in the church like our church, we would encourage you to be active for God, to serve God, to work for God. But reading, this one you must read in between the lines <laughs> and understand things well. We will talk to you more about getting to know God than working for him. If you are working for him, you must know him. That's when, you, when you start working and you don't know God, it's easy for us to suck you. Because we want people who, who love God and who know God and who are doing what they are doing for God. Because if you are not doing it for God, it's very easy for you to get irritated, get offended, stop what you are doing, develop at, because you don't know God. You are not working for God. You are just working for man. You are just putting up a show, a public display. And public display people don't last. If you are doing it for God, you will last. Oh, you will last. If it's for God, you will last. Because you will look beyond everything and say, it's God. It's for God. It's this. It's God. It's God. It's God. Whoever you choose ever to marry in your life, your top quality should be, this person must be God-fearing. Yeah. Yeah. This doesn't fear God. You're in trouble. This doesn't love God. You're in trouble. You're in, you are in great trouble. You think your waist will be slim forever? Hey. Imagine what you would do when your waist becomes like a tree. Oh, you don't like what I'm saying? You see, when you are driven more by other things apart from, is there God in this thing? You're in trouble. Where is God? Does this person fear God? That this person respect God. That this person have regard for God. You see, God, God, look, non-God fearing people eh? hey. They are they are like Satan. And I will not back down on that definition. No apologies. It's like it's like you are dealing with Satan. When the person starts manifesting, it's like Satan is walking in your house. It's like Satan is walking around. Friends will be God fearing. Pray, you have to pray for God to give you wisdom and eyes to see God fearing people. <laughs> and never think it's nothing. Someone doesn't fear God, it's nothing. Never think that way as well. It is not like a headache that you can take Panadol and it's gone. 
you don't fear God. Someone doesn't fear God. It's a disease. It's a real, it's a real, it's a real terminal condition. That I don't fear God. I have no fear for God. See, the person may not say, I don't fear God. But you can tell from the actions. You can tell from what the person, this person doesn't fear God. This is God. This is God talking to people who have done miracles, wonderful works, prophesied, and he's saying that, I don't know you. And you are here and you see somebody, you see somebody who just shouts hallelujah in church. Or somebody who is a pastor's friend. That means that the person is holy and pure. <laughs> this is God. This is God himself. He said that you have pushed it to the limit. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I, I will not admit you to heaven because I don't know you. Using the name of Jesus to work miracles doesn't mean that you know Jesus and you love Jesus. No. Because the name has power on its own. Power. It will work anyway. It has power. It has power. Putting the queen's picture in your house doesn't mean that you know her. Everybody who comes to their house will say this is a queen. It will, I mean, at least there'll be a brief conversation about that photo. Because then the, the, the person has a name already. Doesn't need you, doesn't need your relationship with her before her name will work or her picture will work. Just hang a picture in your house. All your friends are come. Everybody will ask you, is that Queen Elizabeth? Is that Queen Elizabeth? Is that Queen Elizabeth? Everybody will ask me. Oh, so how do you get this picture? Is she, is she your auntie? Is she your grandma? Is she this? I don't know. I mean, there'll be a discussion about it. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you know her. It doesn't mean that she knows you. Using the name of God, in the name of Jesus, doesn't mean that you know him at all. At all. This is God. This is God talking. This is God. We have to go deeper in our relationships and in our understanding. You see, I'm making an effort for, for us to mature and be deeper, deeper than we are. To get deeper in everything that we do. Not to take things lightly, just take things on the surface. Like, because it's this way, so that's what it is. No, we've got to go deeper. is God. You have prophesied. You have cast out devils. You have worked wonderful works. He said, I never knew you. It's our duty now to get to know him and for him to get to know us. And we are not going there in groups. No. We are not going there in groups. There's no rota. Okay. Greater love choir. No. No, 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 no. No. You will appear there alone. Alone. Being part of greater love does not mean that all greater love members are approved. It's not a group thing. It's not a group thing. 
it's not, it's not husband and wife issue. That's why we keep telling pastor's wives. That's why we don't like pastor's wives. That's why we keep telling them that, hey, look, Mrs. Pastor Wife, <laughs> justify your inclusion. Stop rolling your neck and your eyes that you are, you are, Rev's, you are Rev's wife or your pastor's wife. Stop, stop that thing. Stop that thing and be a Christian. He never chose you because of your spirituality. He chose you because of your displace. Your displace. And your other place. Don't tell me to say that because you are a pastor's wife, so you are the leader of all the women in the church. What verse is that? Why? Justify yourself. Prove yourself a Christian. Prove yourself a serious Christian. Show that you know God. Show that you have a calling. Your calling is not based on Mrs. Pastor or Mrs. Rev or Mrs. Bishop. I've not read that office in the Bible. And he ascended up unto heaven and he gave gifts unto men. To some he gave apostles. To some he gave uh, evangelists, prophets, pastors, teachers, and Mrs. Bishops. I've not read, I've not read such an office. I've not read such an office. And the Americanized version, first lady. It's also become like one of the offices. It's like it's a, it's like it's a spiritual chair. on my relationship with God to my wife. Neither can she pass on her relationship with God to me. <laughs> I don't even have family devotion. <laughs> to your surprise, Pharisees. <laughs> you can have it every morning. I would tell anybody that you better learn how to pray for yourself. I pray for myself. I pray for myself. Last night before my wife came to bed, I was in the bed, but I was in a realm. She herself, when she came, she could tell that, no, this one, you can't ask him any question. And I remember I was thinking in my head, yes, don't talk. Yes, don't talk. Yes, don't. I was, I mean, it's, it's, it's me and God. It's me and God. It's not, it's not come and join me. Let's hold hands. I mean, those, if you, those of you girls crying that your husband doesn't pray with you, it's a sign that you are weak. Oh. You are weak. If you are not married, why are you not praying? 
since I married you, you have never prayed with me. You don't hold hands with me for us to pray. In the morning, you don't pray for me before I go to work. Hey. What are you doing? What are you doing? You ask yourself, when was the last time you saw him praying? Before you ask him for prayers. If you are not living in deception, you say, oh, my husband prays for me. You just want to go and say, my husband prays for me every morning before I leave the house. I, my husband and I, my husband and I, we pray every Saturday. We pray from 6, we pray from 6 a.m. to 12 noon. To 12 noon. To 12 noon. Our breakfast is in the afternoon. My husband and I. 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 Look, find God for yourself. Find God for yourself. By the time you are chosen, be a strong Christian, a strong believer, strong, strong, strong. When he's lying there, he doesn't pray. Shame him. Shame him by waking up and start speaking in tongues in the house. So that he will feel bad. A grown up man, you don't pray. Don't wait for him to pray before you pray. Say, he's my head. He's my, is your head in marriage or is not your head in, in the, going to heaven? He's my head or he should pray. He's my head. Whether you see some of these American teachings. I want a man. I want a man who can carry me. If I'm on this level, he should be able to carry me to that level. Be able to carry me to another level. I want someone who can carry me and carry my burdens. Are you a cross? Are you a cross? This kind of American sing-song preaching. I want no man who can carry me. I don't want no man who can lift me up when I'm down. I want no man who can... What are you saying? Have you not read your Bible? And David encouraged himself. I want no man that when I'm crying, he's also crying. I want some man when I'm down, he can lift me up. There's a question waiting for you. It's waiting for you. When you get there, go and tell God. My man couldn't lift me up when I was down. He couldn't take me high when I was low. Come on, somebody. Y'all don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> I want somebody who can swim when I'm sinking. (laughs) It has only produced spiritually lazy girls. Lazy frozen girls who who don't know God. But your story shall be different. Sit down. Yeah. 
God wants to know you. God wants to know you. It must be your aim that he knows you. He knows you. He knows you. That you know him. You know him. Not not that you are known by the pastor. Or that you have a post in the church. Know God. Know God. Know God. Know God. Know him. Know him. Know him. There are a lot of people in the church now. I don't know everybody. Some time ago, I knew everyone. I don't know everybody. I don't know everybody. Such good and people. I knew people. I knew them by I knew them by name. Now I don't know everybody. I don't know everybody. I see, I'd say, okay, I've seen your face, you know, but tell me, just tell me, what's your name? What's your name? I don't know you. Even those that I know, I know their names. I don't know them. Oh yes, I just know your name. Do I know what you've been up to? You know I don't know you. You know I don't know you. You know I don't know you. And I also know that I don't know you. So, let's attempt to discover um, some, some things in knowing God. When, when you don't know someone, there's a, you've met somebody, but you don't know the person. This is like, that's all this is like for some of us. Like we, we've met God, met Him in church. You know, we we're in church, and then He came around. There was some power, there was some moves. So it's like you've seen Him, you've seen Him at work. But he doesn't know you. And you don't know Him. You were there when you were there when there was a move. You were there, then there was a move on on the, on that side of the church. Then you say, yeah, today God was in church. His presence was there. His presence. His power. But you, personally, you don't know him. And he doesn't know you. When the relationship between you and someone is not deep. When you don't know someone, it means it's not deep. What it means is that it's shallow. You have a shallow relationship. Shallow relationship. So I'm going to give you signs of shallow relationships. When your relationship with God is shallow, I'm going to show you how it will be like, what it will be like. Is it time to close? No. Yes. Because sometimes you can be with someone for years, but you don't know the person. I mean, for years. For years. I've experienced it. Just when I thought that, oh, I know this person, I can be comfortable. Then a surprise comes. Yeah. You see, there are some surprises that are not mistakes. If it's a mistake, the person will say, sorry. Give me another chance. I'm making a U-turn. No. But a surprise is like, you found out who I am. And the person continues. That is a strange person. That's someone you really don't know. You really never knew. Never. 
that's a when you're a leader, you have to use you have to use signs and symptoms. You have to use it a lot. When you see this on this person's life, you have to remember this is the same thing I saw on this life. The same thing. It's the same thing. The same thing. So, so they are in, in effect, they are the same. Same, 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 same time. Don't make it say, oh, this one will be different. No, they are the same. They are the same. They are the same. That's a medical science. They use symptoms. You have this, you have this, you have this. It means this is what you have. Not that it's, it's Jimmy who had those symptoms and he had that disease. Anybody, therefore, who has these symptoms has that disease. When you see lies, deception, schemes, you should know the type of person you are dealing with. Don't, I'll tell you, don't waste your time. Leave the person to God. For God to finish working on the person. Before you can actually even admit the person to do anything with the person. Leave the person with God. Lies, deception, persistent lies. No. Too eager to prove that I am this. Nobody proves that they are anything. If you are, you will be. When you are trying to be something that you are not, I can give you the, the scheme, the marking scheme. Our antennas go up like that. Because you are trying too hard. You are trying too hard. You are trying too hard. Don't try. Don't try to be who you are already. You only try to become something that you are not. That's where the lies start and the deceptions start. There's nobody who is prayerful who announces that I'm really prayerful. <laughs> who does that? That you announce I'm really prayerful, I'm really this. There's nobody. Or a God lover or somebody who God is speaking to will be announcing every morning. And this morning, God said this to me. I think that God is calling me. I think that now is the time. I think that now is the hour. I think that when I went to sleep, I saw two cockroaches flying and I think that I was one of them. When I woke up, I got the interpretation. No. 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 No, 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 no. No, if you are not careful, you are actually bordering on a mental disease. You are seeing too many things. Go read your Bible. How many visions did Abraham have? How many visions did Isaac have? How many times did God speak to Jacob? Go and check. Go and check whether the road to significance is from a thousand messages and visits. Go and check. Go and check. Go and check how many times. God appear to them. Go and check. As yours is every morning. It's even perhaps a sign that you don't have faith. Those guys have from God once, twice, and their whole life changed because they believed what they had heard. They believed it. I'm telling you, they believed it. Just one revelation. They believed. They ran. They ran with it. They believed. How many times did God tell Abraham to kill a child? 
when you read, and Abraham believed God, it was counted to him unto righteousness. How many times? How many times did he have that test? Once. One. And his whole life was different. Struggling with several places, your 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 dreams and your things and your it's too much. That is what discredits you. It's too much. That is how people without faith. That's how they talk. That's how they behave. Even what they are sharing, they don't even believe it. Journey into significance. Few, very few, few experiences. Over years, you see, over years, great men of God today, listen to them talking carefully. You'll see, they'll, tell, they'll say, in 1989, this, in 1986, this, those are the great ones in 2017. They, they, they just had one or two experiences in 1980 something. They've held on to it till today. 30 years on, they still believe that was God. Not that every morning God is bringing a new revelation. No. No. Then you don't know God. Then you don't know God. Then you don't know God. Then you don't know him. Then you don't know him. Then you don't know him. The most common thing in life is toilet paper. When you, when you, when you in other words, when your things are so common, it means it's rubbish. It's worthless. It's worthless. It's worthless. It's worthless. It's like toilet paper. It's worthless. What, what, your, your visions are too many. It's worthless. Anything that is a lot, it means that the value is low. So, symptoms of a shallow relationship with God. Number one. Let's kick off. Number one. A lack of knowledge of the scriptures. When you don't know scriptures, it means that you don't know God. If you know someone, won't you know what the person is thinking? Won't you know what the person has said? And what the person is saying? So when you don't know what God is saying and what God has said, it means you don't know him. So your knowledge of scriptures, what the psalmist said, thy word have I hid in my heart. That I may not sin against you. The word, the word, your knowledge of the word will even preserve you. It will preserve you that I am about to do something against God. Not modern day English terminologies. You can't convince me by saying that I have a conviction. What's a conviction? Explain your conviction. Explain, explain. Don't tell me that conviction. You can't blow smoke into my eyes. What do you mean? What is conviction? Conviction to do what? Where? For what? And where is the conviction coming from? Explain. Look, live a Christian life that you can explain yourself with scripture. Yes. Then we'll know that you know God. Don't, 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 don't throw terms. Don't use terms. Conviction, unction. Unction, conviction, Permission. No. You see, you are, you are rather revealing that you are light. You are, you, are like, you are like pancake. You are light. You need maple syrup. You are very light. You are very, you are very light person. So start studying scriptures 
so that you will know scriptures. And not just like to just memorize, but how to apply. Every situation, know what scripture applies. Oh, you mean this one? No, this is what the scripture says about this situation. This is what the scripture says in this situation. This is what the scripture Be guided by scripture. Be guided by scripture. Be guided by scripture. The day you say the spirit said you should do this, the spirit, the blood, and the water, which is the word, they work together. That day when you say the spirit, have a verse. Please have a verse. Never accept anybody who says things and can't give a scripture. Never accept anything from them. Never. 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 And don't have much respect for them either. Never. Aston, you're welcome. Thank you for visiting us. We don't know why you came, but you're welcome. So when you don't know the scriptures, you don't know the person whose words they are. I mean, when you know someone, sometimes if he doesn't have to speak, you know how the person is feeling. Isn't it? You can tell. You can tell. He's not happy. You can tell he's happy. You can tell he's like this. So the person will just say something. That you know, it's not the time. Sometimes a look. People just look at you and you know that I have to cool down. 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 I have to calm down. I have to calm down. But when you know someone, a look. Doesn't even have to say much. You know that day. It's not a good time. It is not a good time. That's that's how people get into trouble when they are working with people they don't know. Because you don't know the person. So you think think this is what impresses him. Because you don't know him. Maybe if you knew him, you would know that no, this is not what impresses him. The person is very down to earth, practical and real. So you can't can't spook him. You can't spook him with spiritual jargons or impress him with spiritual terminologies. Like I'm explaining to you, your every morning quiet time and revelation and vision and conviction is not impressive. Maybe you didn't know that. You didn't know that. What is the evidence that you were a woman and you are fruitful? Or you were a couple and you are fruitful? What is the proof? Is it your wedding ring? Is it your wedding ring? Is it your wedding pictures? What is the proof that you are fruitful? It's not your children. If you are that deep with God, bring your fruits. 
Bring your fruits. Don't talk. Don't talk. Don't talk. Bring the fruits. Let's see. Let's see you with your. I mean, September is ending. You you said by end of September you have ten ten souls. It's ending. You think I've forgotten? I haven't. We are here. You say you're a solid Christian. Why are your converts? Why are your converts? Where are the souls? Where are the people you've led to Christ? Where are the people you have? That is fruitfulness. Where are your works? Where are your works? Said you know God. Stop, stop dreaming. Stop dreaming and get to the job. I beg you, stop dreaming. Stop doing. Stop. Stop typing verses. I have read enough verses before yours came. Stop typing verses and revelation. Show me the. Let your fruits. Let your fruits show. Know that you are blowing hot and cold air. What's your, what's your soul spiritual to Bishop Richard? That we just need to go here to another world. And then you are, you are, like, you are like a porn star. So which is you? I mean, which is you? Which is a real you? The next sign. The next sign. Shallowness. Shallow relationships. It's the inability to quote scriptures. First one is lack of knowledge. Next one is inability to quote the scripture. You must be able to quote the scripture. Quote it. Say the scripture. Say it. Say what the scripture. Say what God said. If you know him, say what he said. If you know him, say what he said. If you've been with him, you've been hanging out with him, talking to him, chatting with him, say what he said. Inability to say what he said means that you don't know him. Number three. Inability to pray for at least one hour every day. Not one hour in some emotional feeling day. When you have problems. To pray one, one hour every day. When you know someone, are you not able to chat with a person for hours every day? Hours. Hours. Bring your phone. Bring your phone bill. We'll show you who you know. And let's get your itemized bill from heaven. And see how many times you've been there. And how long you were there for. see you. You're on the train one day and the train checked. They said, Jesus. Then it was because of, he made zero, zero point zero two second call. That's it. Finish. someone, do you need a reason to start talking to the person? Do you need a reason? Do you need a reason? I mean, it's like, it's like do you need a problem, an issue to, to discuss? 
You don't. You just start talking. I'm sure, I'm sure you are so happy when you open your eyes. There's just someone, you just start talking. Whether he's listening or not, you just start talking. Yes. I can imagine. You just start talking. Because there's someone that's like, this one is for her. It's like, this is mine. I have to, I have got one I can talk to to listen to me. Do you need a problem? Do you need a tummy ache? Do you need a headache? Do you need a, a big, nothing? You go and say that, hey, so, what do you call him? Squeegee. <laughs> what? Huh? Jiggly. Yes, jiggly. I'm sure she just starts jiggly. And then that's it. She'll tell him everything. He's even forgotten 90% of it. He wasn't even listening. But she doesn't mind. There's somebody lying there I can speak to. Endless from morning to evening. I'm sure, I'm sure the last thing he hears before he starts snoring is her voice. <laughs> Jiggly. <laughs> so when you can't talk to God for at least one hour, it means you don't know him. Have you seen how sometimes you try talking to people then you start saying, you see, I, I didn't grow up with my father, so I don't know how to talk to grown-ups and people are important. And this. It means there's no relationship. That's why you start. One, two, and then you are stuck. It's like there's nothing more to say. I don't, because he hasn't said, he just said, wow. <laughs> he said, wow. So it's like there's nothing more to say. I don't know what to say again. I have to end there. There's no relationship. If the relationship was, the relationship is shallow. If it was deep, if it was deep, you see how you talk. You just say this, you just say this, you just say that. You just say the person in this picture, you said this, this, you just said this, that, that, different things, different things, different things, different things. You, you don't even care whether you get a response or not. You just post. My daughters, they just post things. They just send things to me. Whatever I've seen, it's like, once when they say, they say, Daddy, I sent you this. You haven't said anything. I say, where is it? I go and look for it. I say, oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's like prayer. Does God talk back to you? But you believe he's there. They send, they post pictures, this, these things, these things that you won't do. I'll just be there. I'll be, I'll be wondering, how is this girl feeling? Because the next thing I'll see, somebody has, something has come on my phone. Now, say, how long am I supposed to watch this thing? I'll, I'll watch it for. <laughs> it's a very interesting generation. That's, that's how they communicate. But someone you don't have a relationship with, you would, you would not think of sending them. No. 
explaining to your relationship with God. That's why you can't talk to him for an hour. Because you don't have anything to say. And you don't feel like saying anything. Number four. Inability to lead and teach after being a Christian for two years. Yeah, Hebrews 5.12 says after, when the time comes where you are supposed to be teachers, you still have needed another teacher. Is it time to close? But after a while, if you've experienced God and you know God, when you meet somebody else, you should be happy. several of us. Several of us should be teachers by now. It should be teachers, elders, powerful people with members. Even if you have even ten people that after church you are teaching, several of us. You're ten. You're ten. You should be starting end of first October, first Sunday in October. You should start your lay schools with them. You're ten. Inability to teach. Meaning that you, you, you can't teach and then you also don't have anybody to teach. But you are sharing visions. <laughs> You're sharing visions. <laughs> sharing visions and dreams. I saw seven cows. Number five, a lack of interest in Christian books and messages. Like you don't have podcast. You don't have books. <laughs> There's no interest. The interest is not there. That I'm reading. What, what are you reading? I'm reading a Christian book. To the interest, what are you listening to? I'm listening to a Christian message. I saw a Christian brother one early Sunday morning. Sunday morning, busy working, he was working for the church, arranging things, organizing chairs, moving things. And then he has he had the headphone on. So I said, Wow, this guy is working, he must really be soaking in preaching. Some preaching is entering his soul. Let's not pretend that verse is very real. He was working hard. I mean, the work, the jobs that many won't like to do. That's what he was doing. Working hard. I'm sure he's convinced that he knows God. He's working hard. So I went and I took the headphone. So let me hear the message because the way you are working, I feel there's some impartation. I was surprised what I heard. I was surprised what I heard. I was surprised. I actually thought some channel had crossed or something. I took it forward and I actually asked him, is this what you are listening to? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what was going into his soul. Big question. I never knew this. You are arranging chairs and doing things, but I don't know you. I don't know you. You have no, you have no interest. I mean, look at the church. We are blessed with a library of books. A library. You have no interest in reading. 
Now you're a type. You're a certain type. Oh, all his mess, all a pastor's message, all videos, audio, all are free online. Free. All. There's nothing that is sold. All is sitting there. And you have no interest. You have no interest. You are not interested. This afternoon, I listened to him till I got to this door. I just didn't want to enter into the room with a message about the talking. That's how come I cut it off. I, I wanted to close this door. I'm coming to preach. But listen to I because I just wanted to, I just wanted to hear what is God saying? What is the message? We, no, because I've seen that the title of the service is prophetic encounter. So I said, what is the prophetic encounter about? I had, I had no interest. I was with other people. I had no interest in anything they wanted to talk about or say. I, I didn't even care how they felt. And then they shouldn't be with me again. Because I have my interests. Yeah, I, have, I have things that I am interested in. Maybe if you knew me well, you would know. You would be surprised. You would know that this is this is him. I was telling you last time when my wife came to me, there was a message playing. I've put my iPad on the bed, on her part of the bed. I put my iPad there <laughs> and turned it, and I've arranged the pillow so I was up like that. And somebody was preaching seriously. And then I had my book on my small pot belly, like that. That's my pulpit. <laughs> so the book was seriously sitting there, and I was seriously it. I mean, I was drinking the book and soaking the message. I can't, there's no room for a third, a third chit chatter. No, 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 no. But she knows me, so she's okay with it. But she goes, it's not a problem. The best you say is that you know a man. I mean, know how it is. When he turns it off, we can talk. I was enjoying my book, enjoying the book. May you have interest Amen. in Christian messages. Don't you have too much interest in quarrels? The in, next one is inability to worship. Oh, worship. Worshiping alone. 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 That you're alone and you are singing and worshiping. You can't tell God how you love him alone. You can't dance for him. I'm not talking about dancing stars dance that you put on in your room to be happy. No. I talk about you and God. I mean you and God. And you are dancing in his presence. You are kneeling in his kneeling in his presence and lifting up your hands, singing along with him. You can't. But you can rap a girl. 
You can say sweet, you can say sweet things to her. Sweet things. Sweet things till she starts crying. Till her knees go soft. Some of their brothers are, are wild. The things they can say. The things they can say. Especially those with their pornographic anointing. Hey! Their, their, their persistence is shameless. I mean, when, when you see him, when you see him and the things he can, he can say to it, you can't even believe it. But is this, is this this boy? Those with that anointing. That the airbag girls think is love. Huh. <laughs> I don't. I'd rather quote scriptures than quote what they've said. List. Let somebody learn it. <laughs> no, but some of the girls too are bad. They know how to pray along, play along. Oh, they'll guide you on. You can say she's also experienced. You say this, you say that. That you say more, that you say one. That you say more. That's like you're getting there. You're getting there. They'll start just now. Pray. Pray that you don't meet a non-God-fearing person. Pray. I mean, make that, make that prayer a serious prayer. That you don't meet someone who doesn't fear God. Pray about it. And then number seven is inability to fellowship regularly. All this is showing whether you know God. Fellowship. Fellowship. Your struggles to attend church. We are going to church. We are going to be. Where two or three are gathered in his name. There he is. He's there. He's there. He's there. And you are saying you are depressed at home alone. That's with demons. May you overcome every depressive visitation. I bind that spirit of depression. There am I in their midst. There. When they are gathered in my name. In my name. That is because of me they have gathered. Because people gather for other reasons. People gather for tennis. They gather for football. They gather for golf. They gather for other reasons. But then there's also a gathering. That is because of Christ. He says that there I am. I am there. If you know him, you know where to find him. If you know him, you know. Don't you know where to find your friends? Yeah. Yeah. Don't you know where to find your husband? Yeah. If you don't know where to find him, it means you don't know him. You know where to find him. Don't you know where to find your wife? You know where to find her, isn't it? 
Yes. You know where to find your friends. Don't you know where to find your friends? You know where they are. There are people who I'm looking for that I can't find. I just ask some. I just have never say that you can't find somebody. Somebody who by all means knows where they are. Oh. One of my pastors, I've stopped calling him. Because he never answers his phone. If I'm looking for him, I just call his wife. When I call the wife, and I say, where is, um, you know, her response without fail. He's here. <laughs> less than, I mean, less than, less than a second. I'll hear his voice. He's just next to me. Meanwhile, I've been, his phone has been ringing. She, he doesn't touch it. I think he doesn't even. When I said, I've been called, he said, Oh, really? Sorry. Oh, Bishop. Oh, Bishop. I mean, there's a. So, so, I have to find how to find him. How to find him. How to find him. Yeah, then somebody was looking for me. I said, Oh, don't bother calling him. Call his wife. I said, Call her. You will get him just now. The person just came back to say, Hey, how did I know? I said, I know. I know my people. You know my people. His wife will answer. <laughs> He will never answer, but his wife will answer. When the wife answers, he will talk. Oh, then he asks, so why, why is he answering? He says, oh, he's here. He says, oh, Bishop, he's here. Where is he? The next voice I ask, I'm chatting. Where is he? The next one says, hello, Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll hear, mercy, forgive, forgive. Oh, Bishop, forgive, mercy. Mercy, forgive. He said, like that. It's been years now. He hasn't changed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. You just have to know what works. So fellowship is important. When we are looking for you, she will to find you in church. You know that song, Bye Bye James? She said to me, when you are looking for me, by the way, when you are looking for me, you won't find me in those places. I will be in church. That's somebody who knows God now. I'll be in church. Because there were places they used to meet. Places. Places. Places for grinding. Yeah. No. I'm, tr- I'm trying to help you today. That when you are still found in some places, pray you don't die this afternoon. It means that you you fail you fail this test. You fail this test because you are still found in some places where you could find me before I got saved. You won't find me there again. Since 1985, I gave my life to Christ. Look. Not that you won't find me there. I don't even talk to them. I don't even talk to them. I don't know how you describe me. Dramatic, drastic, mean. I don't mind the words you use. Wisdom is justified by her children. I am here today. I am here today. I don't know where you are, where you will be. Where you will be after how many years? 1985 to now is how many years? 32 years. I don't know where you'll be in 32 years' time. Yeah. 
That's what I tell, I tell brothers, especially brothers. I tell them, this girl is destroying your Christian life. Cut her off. Then they will ask the next question. Oh, you mean I shouldn't talk to her again? What does cut her off mean? <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean? And you think you're a Christian. You are soft. You're not a Christian. You are soft. That's what you are. You are soft. Please don't read in between the lines. So what I'm saying is what it is. I'm not saying you should go and sack somebody that doesn't need to be sacked. Hmm? The person is, the person is, is messing you up big time. And you are going to hide behind lies. Polite lies. Like, oh, but we are all in the same church. You are in the same, you are in the same church. You are all in the same, you see we are all in the same church. Me, I'll sack you from the church. I'll sack you. Whether I'm the pastor or not, I'll sack you. Or I will leave to avoid you. Because I need to be saved though. Look, heaven, I need to get there. I will suck you. I will block you. I mean, you, I, mean I will have nothing, nothing. This kind of weakling behavior in the name of Christianity, you see. Christianity. Christ, <laughs> God wants you in heaven. Doesn't want you in hell. He said, if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. <laughs> you want two eyes in heaven. Two eyes. Two eyes and sunglasses. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you haven't read your Bible. It's, it's, to, can you see? As I'm telling you what to do, I'm giving you a verse. He said, pack it out. It's your arm. Cut it off. Leg. Chop it off. Chop. Chop the leg off. Chop. You are better off getting to heaven hopping. <laughs> than walking like a certain president. I don't want to mention his name. I'm afraid. But he walks like this. Have you seen that president? There's a president around. He walks. He looks mean. You can't walk into you, you not even go anywhere near heaven. God is saying that I'm, I know you not. I never knew you. You are keeping people in your life. Keeping them. Playing Mr. Nice. You are Mr. Soft. That's your name. You are Mr. Soft. You are not nice at all. You are soft. You are soft and your softness will take you to hell. Your softness. May you never go to hell. Amen. But if you don't change, that softness will take you to hell. Mm. Playing games, playing, playing. Responding to messages, still saying hello, this, that. In this day, in this day, when you can block me, block, block. Hey, hey. Last Tuesday, I sent a message to somebody. I said, if I see your face in the service. (laughs) Because she has persistently proven, not just her current case. I have other cases. Consistently proven that she's Satan. 
Just this Tuesday. Just this Tuesday. I sent a message. I said, tell her. If like she should appear, the whole service will change. Cases, different cases, destroyer, murderer, wicked girl with a sweet face. You see all the people she's destroying, you see them, you should see them like some funky bunnies around there. So she's the nicest thing on earth. You just, you have known her for years. I just, I think that Looking at me. <laughs> Look. How many of you have understood the top question? Yeah. You have to. The final sign is your wisdom. The type of wisdom you have will show how close you are to God or not. How much you know of God. Your wisdom. That's your way of thinking. Your way of taking decisions, your movements, your choices. Your wisdom. There's a wisdom to lie. There's a wisdom to deceive. There's a wisdom to cheat. There's a wisdom to break down. There's a wisdom to break up. There's a wisdom to do all sorts. It's a type of wisdom. When you know God, you have another type of wisdom to win souls, to save souls, to establish souls, to encourage people to love God, to encourage people to serve God. To encourage people. You see, you see that your wisdom, it switches. You, there's a switch in your way of thinking. There's a switch. That means that you've, you've engaged God. You've had an encounter with God. You shall know them by their fruits. You will know who somebody is by their person's fruits. You will know who the person is. There's no debate about it. You know who the person is. I think it's a good place to end this question. You have a lot to think about, isn't it? Do you also agree that is top question? Top. Top, top, top. Top. How can you be working for me? And I don't know you. How did you do it? How do you become, call yourself elder and God doesn't know you? Elder in the church and God doesn't know you. When's the last time you prayed? When's the last time you worshipped? When's the last time you read the Bible? And when you start crying over posts, then I know how empty you are. God an elder (laughs) then I know then I know who you are God bless you stand to your feet The verse is very scary. I just saw it. I got scared.
showed me the verse again. I just saw it. I got, I, I got scared. I never knew you. The next statement is, depart from me. I never knew you. May God know us. May, may God know me. I can't talk for you. May God know me. You need to pray for yourself that may God know you. How many of you are going to go all out to be known by God? All out. All out. All out. Lift up your hand if you are going all out. That God should know you. God should know you. He should know you. He should know you. He should know who you are. Where you dwell. Where you are. What you are doing. He should know you. Hey, how can the devil know you more than God? It's so easy for him to send you. When he sends you, you are going. When he says be angry, you are angry. When he says be hurt, you are hurt. All, the, all these are satanic, satanic jobs. Be angry, be hurt, be irritated, be this, be offended. All this is Satan sending you. You shall know God. You shall know God. And he will know you. Hey, I never knew you. I saw, I saw something, something. Are you feeling what I'm feeling? That you will get to heaven after years in church. And then you will hear, I never knew you. Because of all these things. No fellowship, no word. You can't quote the word. You don't know the word. I mean, it's like nothing. I've been around for years. Let's pray for ourselves. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. I don't know what you have to say, but I mean, pray. Find something to pray about. Talk to him. 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 Speak to him. Speak to him. Tell him about you. Talk to him. You know, look at me. You know one of the signs that you don't know him is when you never have sins to confess. When you don't know somebody, you don't know what hurts the person. So there's no reason to say sorry. You don't even know that even that your laughter, even that your laughter. One day when the pastor's meeting, one group of the pastors started teasing another pastor, teasing and laughing. And then Bishop just walks in. And he looks at the what is going on. So he just asks, What's going on? 
Then the top teaser told him the story and started laughing. And then Bishop just said, you know, what people are doing is very dangerous. Somebody will be hurt. We're all taken aback. He's like, oh, but he's been here with us. Yeah, just like, do you know that after that meeting, this brother pulled me to the side. He told me how hurt he was about what the other guys had done. This after the meeting has ended about two days after. People said he said he's so hurt. He said he said, I don't know what to do. I just felt like telling you. I don't know that you can help me. So I had to start talking to him and pray for him and encourage him. But what Bishop said was very true. When you don't know people, eh, you'll be laughing at someone, but it's not funny. Yeah. When you come into God's presence and you don't know him, you start talking about shoes, theirs. You are not even conscious of how can I get admitted into this presence? There's nothing like, Father, forgive me. I sinned. I did this. There's no sin. It means you have become hardened. Hardened. The absence of confession of sins is a sign that you don't know God. 60 seconds. Pray again. Just for a minute. Talk to him. Talk to him. Father, we thank you for your beautiful presence. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your word. Heal us from waywardness. Deliver us from destruction of our souls, Lord. May we know you. May we serve you. May we get closer to you, Lord. May we form a strong bond with you, Lord. May our desire, our desire and our hunger be to know you nothing but to know you nothing but to know you Lord help us Lord to know you soften our hearts soften our hearts that we'll have a hunger and a strong desire for you thank you for this blessed opportunity to hear a message like this before we appear in heaven thank you Lord now while every eye is closed and every head is bowed every single eye is closed every head is bowed you want to say pastor pray with me today is my first time in church or I've been going to church every now and then but deep in my heart I feel far from God I feel like I don't have a relationship with him at all let alone to know him or for him to know me but pastor I want you to pray for me today I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give myself to Jesus. I want to serve God. I want to live for God. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be washed with the blood of Jesus. Pastor, please pray with me. 
I need Jesus in my life. If you are here like that, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed, just say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Just lift up your right hand quickly, wherever you are. Very quickly. And I'll pray with you. Lift up eyes so I can see you. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. God bless you. I can see the hand there. God bless you. You also want to join it. I need Jesus. Today is my day. I can tell I'm far from God. If I'm to drop dead today, I'm not sure whether it'll be heaven or hell. Pastor, please pray with me. I want Jesus in my life. I want Jesus in my heart. God bless you. Just your right hand. God bless you. I can see your hands. I can see your hands. You also want to join. I don't want you to be left out. I don't want anybody here who is not sure. If you are, especially if you are not sure, be sure today. If you are not sure whether you are saved or not, whether you are, you are, you are going to heaven or hell, you are not sure, I want you to be sure today. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how long you've been around. Don't think about anybody. As you can see from the message, it's more than being, having work and having things to do. It's about a relationship. That relationship begins with this prayer that I'm, I'm about to make for you. That is how that relationship starts. It starts with this prayer. So if you are not sure, your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. If you have your hand lifted up, have your hand lifted up. I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come all the way to me here. Come to me. Come. Come. Come out of your seat. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hands, but you want to come. Come as well. Come all the way. Come and stand here. We are here. Come. 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 Come to Jesus. Come. It's ready to receive you. Come. time yes just as i am without one plea but that thy blood was shed for me and that thou close your eyes with me the whole church let's say this prayer together especially those in front say it more meaningfully everybody help us as we say this prayer say with me say heavenly father thank you for today thank you for jesus christ who died on the cross and rose up on the third day who shed his blood for my sins and for my mistakes say heavenly father please wash me today 
with the blood of Jesus. I am a sinner. Please forgive me for all my sins. I'll say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you. And I will obey you. I will no longer serve Satan. I belong to Jesus. I am born again. Now say Satan. Satan. I bind you. I cast you out of my life. I belong to Jesus. I am bought by the blood of Jesus. I bind you. In Jesus name. You will no longer operate in my life. In Jesus name. To thank you father. For receiving me. And making me a child of yours. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Say a good amen. amen. God bless you. We have these gifts for you. God bless you. God bless you. Always take a second one. Always. God bless you. Father, thank you for these precious ones. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that covers them, Lord. May they be established and be made fruitful in your house. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit be their teacher. Let the Holy Spirit be their keeper. Let the Holy Spirit be their reminder. Let the Holy Spirit come alive in their lives to walk with them and to guide them. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Put your hands together for them as you go back to their seats. Brothers, sisters. Brothers, sisters, we are one. Just begun in the spirit, we are young and will live forever. Sons of God, hear his holy word. Gather round the table of the Lord, eat his body, drink his blood, and we'll sing a song of love. Hallelujah. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Shout together to the Lord who has promised our reward. Happiness a hundredfold and we'll live forever. Sons of God, hear his holy word. Gather table of the Lord. Eat his body, drink his blood, and we'll sing a song of love. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Brothers, sisters, we are one, and our lives have just begun. In the spirit we are young. Sons of God, hear his holy word, 
table of the Lord. Eat his body, drink his blood, and we'll sing a song of love. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Father, I declare blessing over this bread and over this wine. Father, there shall be your body and it shall be your blood that we drink and eat, Lord. Father, let healings take place, Lord. Let migraines be healed. Let ulcers be healed. Let every kind of disease, skin diseases, Lord, let them be healed, Lord. In Jesus' name, may the blood of Jesus wash away and cleanse every disease and every sickness, Lord. Let there come a healing of the soul, Lord. The disappointed soul, the wounded soul, the affected soul, the soul that is affected by devils. I bind those devils. I bind their works. I bind their movement. I curse their activities. And I declare the blood of Jesus heals every wounded soul now, Lord. Thank you for healing. And thank you for your blessing, Lord. Father, let there come an added supernatural intelligence to those who have not been intelligent to those who haven't done as well as they ought to and to those that are doing well Lord give them extra understanding give them supernatural ability Lord let their results and their performance in school let it be supernatural I declare from today it shall be supernatural by the blood of Jesus by the blood of Jesus by the blood of Jesus thank you Lord for your blessing thank you for favor favor for good jobs favor for the best Lord may your people be chosen for the best Lord May they experience the best, Lord. Let there be surprises, Lord. Let there be surprises, Lord. Let there be surprises, Lord. Surprise your people with good jobs, Lord. Surprise your people with good things, Lord. Surprise your people with favors, Lord. Let there be a cancellation of the marks of the enemy, the handwriting of Satan. May he be blotted out by the blood. May he be wiped out by the blood, Lord. And let there be the prince, Lord, of your mercy, of your kindness, of your love, of your forgiveness, Lord, of our, on our lives, Lord. Thank you for your blessing. And thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. The body of Christ. I can't hear you. The body of Jesus Christ. Eat it. The blood. The blood of Jesus. Drink all of it.
Father, thank you for healing. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that takes away, that takes away every evil, every wickedness, every planting of the enemy. The blood of Jesus dissolves it, Lord. Thank you that every negative seed planted in anyone here is washed away by the blood. Thank you for a new mind. Thank you for a new understanding. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Shout amen. Amen. Sit down as kings and queens and princes and princesses. It means you are reigning. It means you are reigning. It means you are reigning. It means you are in charge. Whatever has overcome you, you have overcome it. Whatever has ruled you, you are now ruling it. Whatever has disturbed you, you you are now disturbing it. Whatever has held you bound, you have now held it bound. Whatever has put you in prison, you have now put it in prison. Whatever has held you captive, you have captured it by the power of the blood. 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 Whatever name it has, every knee shall bow of anything named in heavens, on earth, and under the earth. Anything that has a name bows to you today in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And that's a church. No demon shall flourish here. No devil shall flourish here. No wicked spirit shall flourish here. I curse every one of them. I destroy every one of them. By the blood of Jesus. And in the name of Jesus. I announce their destruction. I announce their destruction. Whatever causes any member to backslide. Whatever causes any member to lose the faith, whatever causes any member to be ill and to be unwell, I curse nothing. I curse nothing. I curse nothing. By the name of Jesus and by the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus protects you, and the blood of Jesus covers you. Go and succeed. Go and excel. Go and do well. Go and bear fruits. Go and be fruitful. Go and be fruitful. In Jesus' name, amen.